This week's episode of Downsizing is brought to you by cooking sous vide. Sous vide. It's just expensive boiling. Hello and welcome to Downsizing, the show where feelings don't care about your facts. I'm your host, someone's deadlift PR, Tim Down. It's been a pretty good workout week uh, this week. Um, Ever since getting back from vacation, I've been going back pretty consistently. Uh, I went back... The day after vacation, not to not to brag, not to you know flex on everybody, and then uh, been uh, you know handful of times uh, since then. Uh, particularly, I went on Wednesday with a friend of mine. We uh, we worked out our backs, and my forearms were the most sore. So that's uh, you know that's what we call a limiting factor in the biz. Uh, it just is what it is. I mean, I <laughs> I haven't worked out my grip. That's not a euphemism. I don't think ever. I mean, I have one of those um, grip trainer things, like the flexi, <laughs> the flexi, the thing you squeeze, and it makes your arms stronger. Uh, but I never really, I'm not really able to use it because either I'm at work doing work stuff or I'm playing video games need both hands or I'm watching TV and I just uh I just don't feel like doing it. I have tried using it in meetings but the problem is if my if one arm is just flexing the entire meeting and you just see my arm, you know, flexing, it uh, it doesn't look that great on camera. So uh that's been a big uh Big limiting factor. I did buy lifting straps. I haven't used them yet, uh, but I think I'm going to start bringing them with me because, you know, I'm looking to get some PRs, um, which I actually did do today, not with deadlifts, but with squats. I went to the gym uh, right before therapy and didn't have all that much time. So I was like, I haven't been to the gym really that much. Uh, like leading up to the trip, I think I did about three weeks without going to the gym, as I mentioned. So I was like, I want to just see where I'm at with everything. Uh, so the only thing that was open or available when I first got there was a squat rack. So I got up to a nice uh, 325. Uh, and the thing I don't like about the squat is you can see what you look like when you do it. So I just see how fucking red <laughs> and buffy I get. <laughs> not a good look does not uh does not give off the old uh what the kids call sigma male vibes uh, and then i went and did bench and did i uh, did uh 230 pounds for three reps not to show off not to not to mog everybody while you're at work or commuting or whatever it is you do while you listen to this paint your nails that'd be fun you know I'm trying really hard not to say you know. It was pointed out to me that I've been abusing the shit out of it. <laughs> and let me tell you, there's been quite a few times, even, I mean, I'm only three minutes in and I've already said it, I think, three times. But when I tell you there's a lot more times where I was going to say you know and my I just pulled it out, uh, I'm not joking. So we're going we're gonna to keep on. That's going to be my, my mental exercise is not saying you know every 30 seconds. You know? Yeah, it's a good bit. Okay. Um, but yeah, the competitions this month, 
the powerlifting competition. I believe I have to have my bench in by the end of next week. So I'm just trying to see if I can push my max up as much as possible. Just kind of, you know, buckle down, pull myself up by my bootstraps and, uh, you know, potentially affect my raise, my future raise if I beat my boss. Um, but that's kind of it as far as the uh, working out stuff goes for the moment. Uh, I do actually, after this episode, I do want to go get some cardio in because, uh, you know, you know, you know, on the, on my trip at the end of the, at the end of the trip, I just took this video where I, uh, walked from basically like the driveway to the balcony. Cause it was kind of like a neat walk and then sort of looked out over the, over the water from where we were staying. And it, it occurred to me afterwards that I was breathing very heavily throughout the video and what I've been saying, which I think I'm pretty sure is true, is I had just carried both of our bags down the steps to kind of stash them away while we went for a hike. And both bags are like 40 pounds, you know. So that's what I was saying is the reason why I was breathing so heavy, but I I really can't be sure. So so we're going to have to work on that. We're going to have to, <laughs> the you know, fuck, you know, with the you knows. I don't know why. I don't think I say, I don't say, you know, that much in my regular life. I just say it here. Maybe you'll have to say, you know, go through and count. Oh my God. Count at the end. How many, you knows I have, and then I'll have to do a minute of cardio for each one. I think I'd probably die. Um, but yeah, that's just about it. As far as the workout stuff goes these days, I'll probably have more to say. Um, once the actual competition is underway you know i'll let you know what my prs are for those of you that are interested and i'll let you know if i win which i don't think is likely unless the other two guys have also not been working out which i know for a fact my boss has uh weights in his house so not likely not likely at all uh on saturday i mean the rest of most of my week was not that interesting to be honest um but on the weekend Uh, Some friends and I went to a little, uh, not quite a farmer's market. It's kind of like the glamping of farmer's markets where traditionally you see a farmer's market as a place where you got farmers selling vegetables, maybe some jams, maybe some honey, uh, maybe some things that have been whittled. Um, But in the area that I'm in, which is the suburbs, there's all kinds of other things that are sold at (laughs) these farmer's markets, like toys and candles and soaps and essential oils and things like that. And we went because, uh, well, my friend's sister, um, has a, like a legging company. So we went to go say hi and and check it out and just lend some support, you know, support a local small business. And while we were there, uh, my other friend and I, we, we sort of walked around to check out what else there was. And we ended up walking by this person who sold, um, it was like embroidery kind of, it was <laughs> embroidered oven mitts and uh, towels and things. And we were walking by and we're like, oh, that looks kind of interesting. There's some interesting designs. But she went full bore on the, the high pressure sales tactics. Like, oh, they're all handmade. All oh, they come in a set. They're this many. You know, you get all this. It's a great deal, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't have any cash. So I was out. 
uh, but my friend did. So he was looking around. He ended up buying something. Um, and then he's purchased it. We're standing outside of the little tent that she had. And then we go, okay, great. Thanks so much. Have a nice day. And if you're thinking she said something like, oh, yeah, you too have a great day. And you're like, why, why would you be telling the story? Um, it's because that's not what happened. We said, thanks so much. Have a nice day. And she goes, yeah, thanks. Yeah, I make them all myself. Uh, you know, I've been doing this for about 10 years now. Uh, you've got my business card here. Uh, it's all done. You know, I have different designs and different things like that. And we're like, oh, that's cool. Uh, what's what's up? Uh, we, I didn't, I didn't realize I was in Lush where you say, oh, I don't need any help. And they're like, cool. He's shopping for just, so we were a little caught off guard, I think. And we're doing the thing. We're like, okay, maybe she's just adding a little bit on. Okay. Let's, let's, you know, start chatting. But it, it kept going for quite a long time to the point where I was like, I wasn't the one being spoken to, I think because I didn't buy anything. So I was like, I feel like it's my job to pull us out of this, you know? So I was looking around to to see, you know, fucking with the you knows. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck me. Fuck me in my fucking face. But I'm looking around to see maybe there's somebody that I can lie and say, oh, I know that person. Like, oh, hey, I actually, oh, dude. Uh, Jen's over there selling candles. Let's go talk to her. I just want to say hi. I haven't seen her in so long. And then we move on. Or there's a pizza thing. And I was going to be like, hey, man, oh, dude, let's go get some pizza. I'm really hungry. But then I just felt like there wasn't a way for me to jump in. And also that she would like, oh, yeah. Oh, you know this. Oh, my God. I knew. I know. You know someone named Jen? I know someone named Jen. Yeah, she helped me work with this. Yeah. Known her for like 12 years. And uh, yeah, yeah. She, um, she actually... I divorced her husband to come marry my husband. It was pretty crazy. I actually wasn't all that cool with it. But anyway, now I'm selling these. And, uh, you know, if I see her, I'll just kill her, kill her on sight. And so, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're going to go talk to our, our friend, Jen. No relation to yours. Um, but we just didn't really have, like, they're the only, I couldn't do it. I failed. I really blew it. I, I really wanted, I, I literally, not joking, no hyperbole, I almost faked the phone call. I literally almost faked a phone call so we could just move on, but it didn't end up, uh, you know, eventually we, we did see an out where she was like, oh, do you want a bag? My friend just goes, no. And we just start walking away. Have a nice day. And she goes, oh, just make sure you don't drop it. And he was like, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to, yeah, I won't drop it. Uh-huh. Okay. You have a nice day now. And we just kept walking and we we're like, fuck, there's no, I don't know if there's a way for us to go back. And not pass by her. <laughs> Don't want to get roped in again. So we we actually were able to. Luckily, we could bang a right and go down this other section where... I mean, I'm not joking. I think there were like eight different stalls that were selling soap. Um, which I respect. You know, listen. I don't. Who doesn't like a good bar of soap? Um, I mean, Lord knows I get enough fucking ads for them on YouTube. I mean, Dr. Squatch... I am so fucking sick of hearing about Dr. Squatch. I, I mean, I, listen, I, like everybody else, when the first ads came out and they said, you're not a dish, and he threw a plate, did I laugh? Of course I did. <laughs> of course I did. It was funny. A couple dudes in the woods rubbing each other, guys crying. It's good fun. But now every YouTube video I watch, 
motherfucking Dr. Squatch with their fucking... They've, they've had two lines of, of Star Wars soap and then pine tar and fucking bay rum. And f- they have a goddamn motherfucking crypto soap. Crypto cleanse. This is not an ad. I refuse to let them add because every fucking one of their ads is like two minutes long. That guy's been in the woods for like three years just filming different fucking commercials. They're trying to make it the Old Spice guy, but part of what worked with the Old Spice guy is they were brief. They were short commercials where he'd be on a fucking horse and then he's playing basketball and then he's, I don't know, flying and then he's like dead and then he's like, no, I'm not dead. And then he comes back, and it's all because the soap smells good. But they were like 20 seconds long. These are fucking two and a half minutes. It's annoying. Just like fucking true classic. But we're sticking with soap, okay? I mean, God. It's just so much. It makes me want to just buy off. It makes me literally want to rub detergent on myself. Just as a fuck you to Dr. Squatch. I mean, let that guy get out of the fucking woods, you know? I mean, goddamn. And a friend of mine also, the the same friend who's with me, he pointed out something very astute about the crypto cleanse. Because that seems like it goes against their whole thing, right? They're like, we're all natural soaps. We use just fucking a couple ingredients. We're not detergent, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, dude, why don't you get some soap? For your metaverse body. This is NFT soap. <laughs> you have to buy some every <laughs> every two and a half weeks. I don't know how often people buy soap. Okay? I don't know where you shop. I don't know if you're buying the the pear soap. That you get one per box. Or if you're buying them in bulk at Costco. So I don't know. I don't know what the average is. Okay? I don't do research for this. And I'm... I'm that's something I'm not going to Google over the course of the show. I know I Google a lot of, of silly goosery. It's mainly to do with poop, violence, and drugs. And that doesn't involve anything here. So so we're going to go ahead and move on. <laughs> but so when we took our little detour to avoid the, the chatty Kathy, as, as, as we'll so affectionately call her... <laughs> There was another person that was selling shirts. And I don't remember what most of them said, but it was kind of like, it's wine o'clock type vibes. You know? Kind of like silly, kind of fun, like, ooh, do we want to do bottomless mimosas? But kind of, honestly though, but better than that, I would I would argue. There's one that's had like the, uh, what is it, like the school lettering, it's kind of blocky. Said professional overthinker. Walter, I swear to God, if you knock my one piece figurines over, there's gonna be hell to pay. Yeah, you stay away from my desk. You go sit down. You go knock Liz's stuff off her desk. <laughs> no, dude, I come on. Okay. If you hear something fall, it's cause my fucking cat is knocking shit off of my desk. Walter, I swear to God. Walter, there's nowhere for you to step. Don't step Walter. Don't step, don't step on my computer. Don't look at me like I'm fucking with you, man. Get off of my, get off the printer. Get away from Luffy. Get away from Whitebeard. 
You're going to knock a bunch of shit over, and you're going to spill my tea, and I'm going to get fucking mad at you. You're stepping on the keyboard. Why? Literally, anytime I try to give you attention, you don't want it. But now that I'm busy, you're going to literally come and walk on my keyboard. When I try and give you hugs and kisses, you run away. When I try and pet you on your little head, you bite my hand. And the one time, I'm not trying to tell you you're a special little guy, you're going to come in, you're going to walk on my desk. And now you're, are you going to go piss on the show again? People have heard you piss on the show, my friend. This is not okay behavior. God. So fucking rude. Just admit you like attention and stop playing hard to get. Yeah. He just left. I'm sorry about that. That was rude. Where was I? Uh, <laughs> uh, but the shirts, yeah. So there were some neat ones, and there was one. It was a crew neck sweater. It was burgundy. It said, pumpkin spice is my blood type. And I thought that was fun, first of all. And two, I'm excited for the pumpkin spice latte to come back. It's delicious. I really can't wait. I'm going to put on my Ugg boots. I'm going to put on my puffy black jacket. I'm going to straighten my hair, dye it platinum blonde, and I'm going to go get a pumpkin spice latte with my girls. Okay? Because it's fall. And that's what we do in fall. So I said, oh, I'd definitely wear that. But let me be clear. These shirts were all like... They were all women's cut shirts. These these were not specifically geared for men. Um, which was mainly based on the size of the shirts plus the cut of the t-shirts. Uh, you know, I'm just, just putting it out there because I got roasted for saying that the other night at dinner. I think it was in bad faith, but still, I'm just putting it out there. You know, there's reasons. <laughs> Who gives a shit? And as so my friend goes and he goes, hi, do you have shirts in XXL? Which it was really nice of him not to add another X because he was already doing the thing where, you know, it's like, oh, dude, isn't that girl so cute? Go, oh, I'm going to tell her. Like, hey, that guy, my friend thinks you're cute. Like that kind of thing, except it was for shirts. Um, so we got her card anyway, and I'm going to put in a couple special orders for some bespoke merchandise. Oh, if you think I won't wear that, you're out of your fucking mind. I wear a shirt that says born as shit, forced to wipe. I have no shame and no respect for my uh, community. But I, I was thinking about this. I do I do like the idea of selling artisanal items at one of those fairs. Because I feel like with the right packaging and the right pitch, you could really sell kind of anything if you just frame it properly. So, like, I'm thinking about selling, um, I'm going to call it, like, pre-made ice. And so what it is, like, normally, you have to pour the, you know, go to your sink, get the ice tray, fill it up with water, and put it in your freezer. Oh, my God. Right? It sucks. Tap water? Gross. I will sell it to you in a bottle form, so you can just pour it right in. You don't even have to turn on the tap. You can fill it right inside the freezer if you wanted to. But not only that, okay? Because everybody has, everybody uses water to make ice. I mean, come on. That's, it's like when everyone is boiling their vegetables. But I'll sell, listen, 
hey, you're having a, a glass of orange juice, but you're worried it's going to get warm. I sell orange juice in a bottle. You're having a Coca-Cola, but you're like, man, I just hate how it just waters down the flavor if I'm, having, if I'm sipping it like a gentleman over the course of an afternoon. My friend, Coke in a bottle. All you need to do is freeze it. That's all you need to You don't even need to cook anything. You don't need to turn on the tap. You don't need to cook anything. Nothing needs to be reduced. You just pour it in and freeze it. Coffee. Listen, hey, we all like a nice coffee every once in a while. It's refreshing. It's less acidic. Throw in a little sugar. But why don't you freeze some? Oh, you're going to make a pot of coffee? Let it cool down? Pour it into ice trays? And then put that in the freezer and then wait for it to be frozen? Come on. You're worth more than that. Buy coffee for me. I've already <laughs> I've already brewed it. I've already let it cool down. I've already poured it into a bottle. It can be yours and it can be yours for a, a paltry ten dollars. Ten dollars a bottle. The bottles are two hundred and fifty milliliters. <laughs> <laughs> If I go to a rich enough neighborhood, I bet I could sell out of all of my stock. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I'm actually, that's actually a pretty good idea. I I think I'm an entrepreneur. Fuck me. I think I'm an entrepreneur now. I think that officially makes it it. I'm going to go on Dragon's Den with this idea and see how long it takes before I get thrown out. Um, so that was my Saturday, you know wreaking havoc at the farmer's market. On Sunday, I had something a little more drastic happen to me. So my girlfriend and I were running some errands. We went to a thrift store called the Renaissance. Not a sponsor as well. So we go, we park, walk in, we're shopping, we're getting various items. I bought a glass that's shaped like a boot. Things are going great. And we took my girlfriend's car. And we hear an announcement come over the speakers when we were there for like maybe 10 minutes. And it said, uh, to the owner of a uh, a bronze Bugatti. My girlfriend drives a Bugatti. The owner of a bronze Bugatti, please come to the cash. And I was the one that drove it in. So I was like, oh, shit. Are we parked in the wrong spot? Like, I thought thought they were all spots for Renaissance. I don't know if I'm blocking somebody. And when we looked at the cash, there was a huge line. So I was like, look, I'm just going to go out and move it because I think I'm, I think it's probably I'm not a park somewhere I'm not supposed to. So I, I just want to like get it out of there, you know? And then you just go to the cash and figure out what's wrong. So I went out and I was like, wait, maybe somebody hit the car. So I walked around the whole thing and looked. I'm like, oh, I don't see any damage. Well, I saw damage, but it's pre existing, it's been there for a while and it's all around the car. Just little dings and, and rust and stuff. But I'm looking and I'm like, there's no damage on me. And there's not really any damage on the cars around me. So I think I've just parked in the wrong spot. Maybe I misread the sign. So I'll just move it. So I back it up and then I start to drive away. But the, a little a, a little guy, a young man. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> a young man came up to me. He's like, oh, hey, um, sorry. Did you hear our announcement about coming to get your car and i did lie i said no i didn't what's up and he's like oh uh well a guy i think a guy said he hit your car and i was like really 
So I got out and I started to look again. And then it's when I see my girlfriend start walking up with another guy, like an older guy. And he's walking just like with his hand up, sort of gesturing vaguely in the direction of his car. And I'm like, what's up? And he's like, you hit my car. And I was like, but no, I, I didn't. Like, I just didn't. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you did. Look. And I'm like, I, I, I'm like, I see there's like, I guess some damage on your car, but like, I didn't hit it. I don't know what to tell you. I just didn't hit it. Um, it just for the context of the story, you should know he had like a pretty thick Russian accent. I'm not going to say he was KGB and I'm definitely not saying he was Vladimir Putin, but I am saying it's possible. Uh, and so he's like, well, there's, there's cameras. And I was like, okay, well, is there, have you seen footage? Did you see footage of me hitting your car? And he's like, yes. And I was like, that's okay, great. I would like to go see it. And then the kid was like, oh, I'll come take you to the manager. It's like, thanks so much. And I walked inside and I was to my girlfriend. I'm like, look, I'll here, I'll give you the keys. You just park it. I'll, I'll go in and figure this out. So we go inside, find the manager. And as I'm starting to talk to her, there's this woman who I guess was trying to steal. So they're having a call back and forth where this woman saying she doesn't speak French. And then the manager saying she doesn't speak English. It's a whole thing. And I realized, like, oh, shit, I fucking left my girlfriend out there with this guy. He might be a fucking psycho. So I just walked over to look at the window and see, like, what's going on. Everything was fine. He was just taking pictures. But then I came back, and it was finally done. And I'm like, okay, so I'm the I'm the guy the, the guy saying I hit his car. And she's like, oh, yeah, 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 okay. And I'm like, yeah, he said there was some, there's footage of it. And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, he said he saw a video of me hitting his car. And she's like, well, no, we haven't looked at the tapes yet. So I was like, okay, it's interesting. She's like, look, I'll come out and I'll, I'll come, uh, I'll come like sort this out. So we walk outside and he's like, yeah, you hit my car. And I'm like, no, I mean, I really didn't, man. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I, I didn't like why I, I just didn't hit it. And the manager's looking and I was sort of talking to my girlfriend about it. And she's like, yeah, like. We have a camera back here, but it's only pointed at the door. It's not pointed at the parking lot. And so there's sort of the question of, what are we going to do? And he's like, okay, well, we'll let the police sort this out. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. I have no problem with that. He's like, I'm going to call the cops. You're okay with that? And I was like, yeah, of course. Call them. Go ahead. And so he goes and he sits down in his car. And I, I, I didn't know what he was doing at first. It didn't look like he was doing anything. So I was just like, are you going to call them? And then I see him put the phone up to his ear. I'm like, okay, I guess he's calling them. So I walk back towards my car, and I'm sort of just hanging out. And then eventually, uh, I was like, well, I've been waiting for a little bit. I don't know if he's still talking to me. He hasn't come to say anything to me. So I just opened up the it's my girl, the Bugatti my girlfriend owns is a hatchback, the hatchback Bugatti. And so I opened it up and just sat down because I'm like, it's fucking hot out. I'm just going to sit in the shade. And then eventually, um, when all this was happening, because we had picked out some stuff. So my girlfriend, I was like, look, I'll sort this out. I'll talk to the police. It's fine. Like, just go in. You can pay for our stuff. And then by the time you come back out, maybe the police will be here. Maybe whatever. I, I mean, we all know the police were not going to be there that quickly for this. But I'm just sitting there. She comes back. She's putting stuff 
in the back of the car and she's like uh so what's uh so what's going on is the are the police coming and as she's saying this i see him driving by like he's leaving and he's on the phone with somebody he's got the phone in his right hand up to his ear and i see his left hand pointing down aggressively like as if he's saying like right now but he so obviously he's driving with no hands on the wheel which is pretty cool but I was like, oh, okay, what the fuck? So I just looked. I got his license plate number. Didn't get the make of the car because I didn't go to police academy. But I got the color. And I know it's a sedan. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm pretty sure you don't get to just call. Like, I'm pretty sure he didn't call the police, right? Like, what? He called the police and then left so that I could just give them my side of the story. And then that's it. And they go, oh, well, you said you didn't hit him, and he's not here, so congratulations, you didn't hit him. Like, (laughs) I don't know. So I went up to the manager. I'm like, look, he said he called the cops, but he left. And she's like, okay, so I don't think he called the cops. I was like, I think you're correct. But here's my phone number, just in case the cops show up and they're looking for me. It's my name. It's my phone number. Let me know. And then we go back. I go back to the car, and we're like, well, you know, I, this has never happened to me before. So we're like, well, let's maybe, I don't know, let's maybe just go file a police report. Just so that if he does, like, we've at least put our side of the story on record, you know? So we drive over, walk in, and there's a you know, police station nearby, near where we were going to get groceries anyway, so it worked out quite nicely. And I walk in, I'm like, hi, I'd like to file a police report. And she's like, okay, uh, what happened? I was like, well, a guy just claimed that I hit him uh, in the parking lot. And, I mean, I didn't. And there was, said there was security camera footage, but there wasn't. So, um, I'm not sure what happened. He said he was calling the cops, but I don't think he did. I'm not sure. But I just kind of want to get my side of the story down. And she's like, okay, so, to be honest with you, I don't know what there is. Like, there's nothing for me to make a report about. And I was like, okay. She's like, because from what you're saying, you didn't hit him. There's no evidence that you did. So, and he said he called the cops. I'm like, yeah, he did. She's like, he didn't. So, you guys have covered your bases. You're good. So, I wouldn't worry about it. And so I didn't. And I figure, you know, at the very least, there's footage of me going to a police station to report it. As well as now this statement of fact Made on file. If if this is being played in a court of law. Hello, everybody. I didn't do it. Uh, I am innocent. Um, don't let my shabby demeanor fool you. Uh, I'm an upstanding citizen. I pay my taxes. And I'm, I'm courteous to people on the bus. And, and I smile at everybody. So there you go. Uh, ultimately, what I think... Because I was, we're running through, like, what, it, this seems like it might be a scam. Like, what is this? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Now, I don't think he, like, just completely made up, like, oh, this person hit me. And I don't think, because there was, like, something on his car, but it wasn't from us. What I think probably happened is he did just notice the damage then. And he did just assume it was us. But I think he just wanted us to give him money. 
Like, I think he just wanted us to be like, oh, my God. Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. Oh, I didn't notice it, but maybe I did. Fuck. Oh, man. I'm so sorry about your car. And he's like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Look, we'll sort this out. We don't need to get the insurance companies involved. Just give me like 300 bucks. We'll call it even. And uh, this is not what happened. Uh, and let me tell you, um, it put me in a real good mood for the rest of the day, to be quite frank. Because I was like, thank God I was not a giant pussy. Because I, lo- <laughs> I have a long-standing history of being either a giant pussy or doing stupid shit and getting taken for a ride and being fooled. Is if I just fell off the turnip truck yesterday. So the fact that my low emotional affect and deadpan tone uh, actually served me well for once. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good to... <laughs> it's good to get a W, you know? Especially on a Sunday. Getting ready for the work week. Feels kind of bad. But then you get a nice W. In a parking... <laughs> In a parking non-fender bender in a in a little uh, little uh, altercation, as they say. Feels pretty good. So that's probably why I hit some PRs. I'm feeling pretty jazzed up about myself. Um, oh, and the other thing is apparently... I, I kind of heard him say this, but not really. But when my girlfriend was out there with him, like, taking pictures, um, he said... He kept saying, like, this is your job. This is your job. And it's like, is it... Like, you're saying it's my job to hit you? Because if so, then you should pay me. Uh, but I think he's saying, like, this was, like, my work. Like, I did this. Um, and also, I mean, you know, special shout-out to my girlfriend, because the guy also said, like, told her to go in and watch the footage for herself while I was in there. And she was like, no, my boyfriend's looking at it. I trust him to watch a videotape. So, you know, which is good, because I also had a similar thought when she was in there uh, paying for stuff, I was like, oh, maybe I'll go in and just talk to the manager again. And I was like, no, I don't want this guy alone with the car. What if he keys it? I mean, you honestly wouldn't probably notice if, if it was keyed. But then at least I could claim that, like, call the cops on him. That'd be fun. I actually, I would have preferred it if the if he did call the cops because then at least they could show up and then be, and then I could be like, yeah, so he says I hit him. I didn't hit him. Look at the car. There's damage all over the place. The damage is from when somebody that wasn't me, don't know who, hit a fence in their own driveway. (laughs) We don't know who that was. Uh, (laughs) But listen, because the thing is, from my point of view, right, if I did hit him, Why would, so I hit him and parked next to him in this scenario, right? And stayed parked next to him. Why wouldn't I then go into the store and say, do what he did? Hey, I hit somebody. This is their license plate. Can you please call them to the front? Or leave a note with my phone number and say, hey, I'm sorry I hit your car. Here's my phone number. We can sort it out. Or if I didn't, like, in that case, would I just be hoping that he wouldn't, like, he wouldn't notice? Because he backed in, and I drove in forward because I'm a bad driver. And so he would have seen it right away. So would I just be thinking like, oh, I hope he doesn't notice, or I hope he 
just huffs and puffs and, and leaves in a, in a tizzy. Cause like, if I, if I wasn't, if I didn't want to take responsibility for it, wouldn't I just go to a different parking spot? Wouldn't I just go, Oh fuck. I ding this guy. Let me just park on the street. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that doesn't hold up in a court of law, but I mean, honestly, you know, I mean, I did look a bit like a shithead. I was wearing, you know, black shorts, a black Alexis on fire t-shirt and sunglasses, my hair in like a little a ponytail. So a Game of Thrones hair. So I can see how he'd look at me and go, this guy's, this guy's fucked. There's no way. Uh, also, I think I did a kind of a bad job parking, but it's because I was uh, sipping on a green smoothie that I got at brunch. <laughs> the most fucking LA thing I've ever done. Yeah, I was driving my my car and a guy said I hit him in a parking lot, but it really wasn't. I just parked badly because I was going to a thrift store and I was drinking a green smoothie uh, for the antioxidants and the chlorophyll. <laughs> so anyway, uh, what did we learn? Uh, we learned that I am willing to scam people at a farmer's market, but I'm not willing to be scammed in a parking lot. Which, I mean, a lot of farmer's markets are held in parking lots, so that's a little, you know, that's like a, you know, tree falls in the forest type kind of beat, as the kids say. Well, those are really all the major developments of this week. Uh, I am planning a little bit of psychological warfare against my... um, it's my girlfriend unrelated to these incidents but uh we'll maybe get into that a little bit more next week depending on how that pans out it might not pan out all that well at all but you never know so tune in next week uh so as always you can follow me on instagram at accessible underscore caucasian or you can send me an email at gmail.com uh turn out next week to see if my guerrilla psychological warfare uh, pans out <laughs>